Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This podcast may cause dizziness, confusion, bloating, uncontrollable laughter, and in some cases, anal leakage. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Hey, this is episode number 97 of Excuse Me, That's Illegal, the podcast that takes a hardcore look, gets some softcore crimes. I'm your boy, Leroy coming at you straight out of the closet with a couple of stories that take place at the golf course. We're going to witness some real catty behavior. (laughs) Oh boy. I want to give a shout out to Nate who messaged me on Instagram with one of these stories which was a fecal matter. Yep there's poop in that one and I told him I'd get it in our year-end shit show episode but instead I thought you know what it might be fun to pair it with another golf course crime and that's exactly what I did. So thanks Nate. Let's get right on into it, but first, you know the drill. Let's get a couple jokes in before we move on with the show. Okay, what's the first thing you should do after playing 18 holes on a scorching hot day? Wash your balls, of course. Very important. Okay, that was immature. I'll admit it. Let's get a classier joke in here. What does a golfer do on their day off? Not much. Just putter around the house. Alright everybody, hop in the minivan and let's cruise these suburban streets as I serenade you with a couple tales of low-level true crime. I hope you're wearing fresh socks, my friends, because I'd hate for you to get a hole-in-one of them. Yikes, that was bad, even for me. Episode number 97, Par for the Course. I'm not much of a golfer, but growing up, there was one place I used to frequent called High Hope Farms. They sold fresh pies, fruits, and vegetables there, and they also had a little golf course. I suck at golf, so this was a good place for me. Most of the holes were only 100 to 150 yards long. I'd go there with my dad and my brother and sometimes my friends mostly back in the mid to late 90s, and it only cost us like 12 bucks each. No one worked there after 6 p.m., but you could still get a round of golf in. They kind of went by the honor system. They had a box with a lock on it, sitting on a table when you entered, and that's where you'd pay. I imagine most people who played either didn't pay or they gave themselves a generous discount. That's exactly what we did. I remember going with a few buddies, 
It would have been 48 bucks for the four of us, and we threw a 20 in the box. Respectable. But we ripped them off a bit, because hey, why not? That is the extent of my illegal escapades on the links. Pretty tame, I know, but luckily, I was able to find a couple people whose experiences are much more badass. Okay, our first story takes us to Stavanger, which is a city in southwestern Norway. I'm excited to be in Norway. This is our first time, I believe, covering a Norwegian crime, and it's a doozy. A little more about Stavanger here. Stavanger has breathtaking views with its long white beaches, mountains, and fjords. And while it's Norway's fourth largest city, with a population of 130-ish thousand people, it still manages to maintain that small-town, cozy feel and vibe. You can go for hikes, get in tune with nature, visit their many museums, or check out one of their five gorgeous golf courses. And that's what we're going to do. Specifically, we are headed to Stavanger Golf Club. Golf Club is one word, spelt G-O-L-F-K-L-U-B-B. Love it. According to their website, Stavanger Golf Club was founded in 1956 and is one of Norway's oldest clubs. The 18-hole course is situated 5 kilometers from the town center and lies in quiet surroundings near the lake. The course, designed by British architect Fred Smith, has a par of 71. It is a tree-lined and relatively tight layout. Small greens and undulating fairways add to the challenge, and many championships have been held there, both national and international. Stavanger have hosted the Norwegian championships over 20 times. So yeah, this course is no joke. Not some piddly little duffers course like the ones I'm used to. Stavanger Golf Club gets a 4.5 star average from 44 Google reviews. Oyston, five years ago, gave a solid 3 stars and said, This is a golf course that is fast to walk. The holes are of such a length that intermediate golfers can reach all the greens within the number of strokes to be made. The greens are good, but the fairways are terribly wet due to the clay that prevents rainwater from getting through the layers. Holes 1 and 2 have been renovated precisely with this in mind. And these have a completely different quality. The new clubhouse has great facilities, and there is also a restaurant that serves good food at a good price. Green fees are far too expensive for guest players, especially considering the ground conditions on the fairway. Okay, bud. Thanks for that detailed review. And let's also get a 5-star in. Jonas, just 6 months ago, gushes, This course is extremely well-maintained and has a friendly crew. That's a combination that's hard to beat. It certainly is, and it's harder to maintain this place than one might think, because this golf course has a dirty little secret. Well, it's not really a secret, but it's definitely dirty. Let's travel back to 2015, when the Stavanger Golf Club was receiving lots of attention in the news for one man, or woman's, shitty shenanigans. Someone has been using the club's golf holes as their own personal toilet. Disgusting. And the first time this was discovered was back in 2005. So this had been going on already for the past 10 years. The lucky greenskeeper, who has been on duty duty, Kenneth Tenuford, had this insight to offer. He has a couple of favorite holes. And we know it is a man because the poos are too massive to be from a woman. End quote. Okay, time out. Right away, I call bullshit. Um, well, 
first off, he's probably right. I'm 99% sure this is something a man would do or a teenage boy, but it's been going on for 10 years, so even if they started as a teen, they are a man now. It's gross, it's immature, and it's inconsiderate. Funny, but inconsiderate. However, we can't let the ladies off that easy. Let's not pretend the dames are dropping delicate deuces. Women are fully capable of taking massive dumps. I've seen them firsthand. My wife doesn't like me saying embarrassing stuff about her on the podcast, so let me just say, right now I'm not talking about hers. She does pretty plops. Scratch that. To my knowledge, she doesn't even shit. I've never seen or smelt it happen. I'm talking about another lady's lumps. I've seen theirs, and they can be quite large in size. Ladies, you'll back me up on this one, right? You are just as capable of taking a huge dump as a man. In fact, ladies, slide some poop pics into my DMs. The woman responsible for the biggest turd will get a shout-out on the show. Oh, I can't wait for this. Please respond. Anyway, where were we? (laughs) Ah, yes. Greenskeeper Kenneth has spent a lot of time cleaning up after this mystery pooper. And in doing so, he notices even the smallest changes in their diet. Smell, shape, texture, etc., Drop some more knowledge on us, groundskeeper Kenneth. Into early years, the stools were relatively hard, but they've changed. Perhaps he's been taking laxatives, or maybe he doesn't have the best diet. End quote. Groundskeeper Kenneth isn't the only one who can give us some insight into this case. Managing director of Stavanger Golf Club, Steiner Floysvik, claims, Into early morning dew, we observed bicycle tracks on the course. Footsteps showed that he had done his business, and the bicycle tracks disappeared back the way they came. End quote. He also has a couple theories to offer, but we'll get to that in a bit. I gotta say, originally this seemed like an easy fix. There's a very simple way to catch the culprit. With cameras. Set one up at each hole, or his favorites, and bada boom bada bing, you got him. Or her. I don't know if they have different rules or laws in Norway, but apparently they can't have a camera on the grounds. They've applied for a permit to set up a surveillance camera, and that application got denied. Strange. Why can't you set up one for security purposes? I get not being able to have a camera in the bathroom, but this is outside for crying out loud. It isn't a bathroom. It's a golf hole that happens to be moonlighting as a toilet. The club tried to do the next best thing, which was install mega bright spotlights around the pooper's favorite holes. Surely a lack of privacy would be a deterrent to those late-night turds he or she was taking. But nope, that didn't work either. Frode Jormland, who is another greenskeeper at the course, says, He climbed up a tree next to the lights and wriggled far out on a branch and dismantled the spotlights. How he managed the feet without electrocuting himself or falling is a riddle. End quote. Wow. We keep getting more information here. Groundskeeper Kenneth. Is there any more info you have to offer? Like perhaps a timeline, a schedule of when these poops occur? Groundskeeper Kenny quote, He poos only on weekdays. On weekends, I have never found poo on the golf course. Alrighty then. And managing director Steiner, do you have any theories before I come up with one of my own? Of course, of course, Leroy. Well, hit us with it, pal. Managing director Steiner quote, Our idea is that it could be someone who for unknown reasons, hates the game of golf. Alternatively, the person could have a fetish or suffer from mental problems. End quote. Okay. And that's all we have to go on. I haven't seen any more updates, no more stories since 2015. Perhaps I should email the club and find out if there was ever a resolution. 
Unfortunately, most of these cases are anticlimactic. The perpetrator just stops one day, loses interest over time, or perhaps moves. I'd personally like to think it's still happening, though, eight years later. Groundskeeper Kenny acts like it's a nuisance, but I'm willing to bet it's the most exciting part of his day, running up to each hole to see if someone left him a treasure. I bet if the poops were to stop, he'd be kind of disappointed. I know I would. Okay, so theory time. Manager Steiner thinks it may be someone who hates the game of golf. I don't like that theory. In my opinion, it's someone who's quite familiar with the course and the game of golf. Someone who probably loves it. He also said it could be someone with a fetish or mental issues. I am definitely on board with the mental issues statement. This is like a silly frat boy prank on the surface, if it just happened on the occasional weekend or something. But the fact that it's been going on for 10 plus years is insane. It could be a disgruntled former employee or a patron who was yelled at by one of the groundskeepers and holds a grudge. To try and narrow down suspects, employees would have to think hard. And back to 2005, just before the incident occurred. If you hated one of the groundskeepers, specifically Kenneth, who is tasked with turd duty, it's the perfect revenge. It could also be an inside job. Remember groundskeeper Frode sounded impressed by the pooper who dismantled the spotlights they set up at the holes. Frode is a guy with insider knowledge, and if he has issues with Kenneth, maybe he gets to work early, has coffee while reading the morning paper, then takes a shit in one of the holes, then laughs while he watches his co-worker clean it up. Not to throw shade at Frode, but I think he's a great suspect, or it could be another employee we don't know about. I know they're not supposed to set up a camera, but if I'm the manager, my curiosity would override anything. You best believe I'd set up a hidden camera, not tell anybody, not even my staff, because everyone's a suspect, then view the footage every day till I catch them in the act. Obviously, he couldn't show this footage to police, but if he found out who it was, he could confront them and say he saw them do it with his own eyes, threaten them, etc., whatever direction he wants to go. The ball's in his court, really. Knowledge is power. Or maybe he could actually just do a stakeout until he caught them legitimately. They could also test the DNA from the poops if they really wanted to. But, you know, it might not be worth the cost. And if police aren't on board with setting up a simple camera, they probably wouldn't be willing to waste resources on that either. It's not like the pooper steals anything from the course or does any serious damage. It's just a nuisance for Kenneth because he has to clean it up. Kind of gross for the players too, knowing you're sticking your hand in a hole that likely had shit in it. It's a crazy mystery. That is very solvable if you're willing to throw some money at it or break some laws to figure it out. Unfortunately, if the staff at Stavanger Golf Club isn't willing to go the extra mile, it sounds like they are SOL, baby. Shit out of luck. And once again, shout out to Nate for bringing this one to my attention. This is the type of mystery that keeps me up at night. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Okay, let's move on to story number two. And for this one, we are headed to Granite City, which is a city located in Madison County in the state of Illinois. With a population of about 27,000 people, it's not a big city. 
but it is home to a big, beautiful golf course called Arlington Greens. According to their website, Arlington Greens is an 18-hole par 72 facility with a length of approximately 7,200 yards, and their lush fairways consist almost entirely of Bermuda grass. Ooh, sounds lovely, don't it? Arlington Greens Golf Course receives a 4.4 star average from 60 Google reviews. Let's hear what Chuck had to say about this fun establishment two years ago. It is one of the best courses in the area. Mark makes it a great experience every time we go there. Right on. And the Mark that Chuck is referring to is Arlington Greens general manager and PGA pro golfer, Mark Marcuso. We'll be hearing from him soon. But for now, let us travel back to late February of 2019. It's around 5 in the morning when a scruffy-looking middle-aged man approaches the golf cart storage shed, which is right beside the clubhouse. He manages to pry his way into the shed, then disconnects some wiring. Cuts the power to the place. This guy really seems to know what he's doing. He then tears open some vinyl on the ceiling, which reveals a hidden space that he can barely squeeze into to gain entry to the clubhouse. Very sneaky. And that's what he does. He shimmies about 16 feet through this vent and comes down through the ladies' washroom. He lowers his feet onto the sink, jumps to the floor, and he's in, baby, to roam around and do as he pleases. Remember the PGA pro and general manager Mark Marcuso? Here's him in disbelief, describing how the thief made his way from the golf cart shed into the clubhouse. GM Mark quote, He got up there on these two coolers. You can see his footprints. And he goes through a spot that's 18 to 20 inches wide. Which is bizarre, because I didn't even know that existed. End quote. One of the workers had some autographed memorabilia in there. The thief helped himself to that. And he stole the safe, which apparently had a small amount of cash in it. The thug's next move? Was it to teeth the thousands upon thousands of dollars of golf clubs and apparel? Nope. Thankfully, this guy thinks with his stomach. He snagged some frozen chicken wings and hot dogs, then took off back the way he came. GM Mark, quote, I was absolutely stunned that he didn't take anything else out. Absolutely stunned. There's a nice amount of merchandise and other things like that here. End quote. This robbery would go unsolved till about a week later when the thief strikes again, this time at Ann Briar Golf Course. Address... 1524 Birdie Lane in rural Waterloo. This break-in was a lot like the other one. The man pried open a door to a shed to gain entry to the clubhouse. Only this time it was earlier, 2.40 a.m. And also this time he triggered the alarm. Police responded quickly and caught the golf glutton before he could make his exit. Here's what Monroe County Sheriff Neil Rawling stated in a press release. Within minutes... Deputies arrived on scene and observed a vehicle in the parking lot that had a light on inside the vehicle. Deputies located a male individual on the property along with several items which were believed to be stolen out of the Ann Briar Golf Course Clubhouse. That male individual was arrested and transported to the Monroe County Jail where he was held as the investigation continued. And here is what the club had to say on their Facebook page. Our golf course was not damaged at all during last night's criminal actions. Our clubhouse was broken into and damage was done to our internal wire systems. This damage essentially shut down the entire building. Nobody was hurt and no damage was done to the course. 
We hope to be back open very soon. All right. 50-year-old Granite City resident Cameron S. Crockerell was arrested and charged with one count of criminal damage to property and two felony counts of burglary. The golf course glutton was linked to other golf course thefts in Madison, Monroe, and Macoupin counties, at least five in total. That's because items from the other courses were found when they did an extensive search of his vehicle, and those places were broken into using the same MO. Moral of the story here, burglary isn't like golf. The stakes are much higher. You make a mistake on the course, and at the worst, you'll end up in a pond or the bunker, lose a couple strokes. You make a mistake while thieving, and your ass is going to the county jail, where you'll lose your dignity and your freedom. And we are back. That's a wrap on episode number 97, Par for the Course. Golf crimes, gotta love them. And the golf shitter? So gross and petty, but you gotta respect the commitment. Over 10 years straight, squatting down on those same holes. Respect. Alrighty then, you know what time it is. Listener confession time, baby. So let's get criminal, criminal. I wanna get criminal. Not my best, not my worst. This confession comes in from a listener named Andy, and he says, Hey Leroy, I am your second listener to email from the small town area of Waterloo, Iowa. That's pretty cool, I guess. When I was a stupid, irresponsible young man, I was arrested for DUI, that's driving under the influence, and ended up spending a few months in the local work release correctional facility. As part of the program, I was required to attend AA meetings twice a week. There was no oversight over this requirement, however, so twice a week I would visit the local strip club a few blocks away from the facility instead of attending the AA meeting being held a couple blocks away. I would drink N.A. beers. I guess that means non-alcoholic beers. Didn't know they had those at the bar. Probably because I've never asked for one. Um, where was I here? I would drink N.A. beers and chat up the dancers. Over the course of the months I was there, I became sort of friends with most of the dancers. At 21 years old, I thought I was pretty cool. Taking my friends to the club once I was released and all the girls knew who I was. Another dumb thing I did while spending my time in the facility, it was around Thanksgiving and a few of us were stuck in there without the opportunity to visit family. I was allowed to visit the neighborhood liquor store to pick up cigarettes and the like. While there, grabbing a pack of smokes, I decided to pick up a small bottle of brandy and smuggle it into the facility down my pants. I paid for the cigarettes and booze by cashing a check that was issued by the Department of Corrections, and the cashier did a bit of a double take when I put the bottle on the counter. I took the bottle in and shared it with some of the guys, and no one was the wiser. Just a little something to brighten up a lonely holiday. Big fan of the show, been a follower of Jack since way back in the early days. Keep up the good work, bud. Thanks, Andy. Well, thanks, Andy. And that's my bro Jack Luna he was referring to host of Dark Topic. Check it out wherever you listen to podcasts. And wow, so you got a DUI when you were 21 and had to spend three months in a work release correctional facility? Damn, that's kind of rough. But no doubt it was a wake-up call, and it sounds like you had some fun experiences and made the best out of a bad situation. I like that. And yeah, I'll admit it, if you were my friend back then and we walked into a strip club together and all the dancers knew you by name, 
I would have thought you were pretty freaking awesome. <laughs> Thanks for the story, man. Excuse me, that's illegal at gmail.com is the email. Send in your petty crime confessions. And like our pal Andy here, you too could have your story played on the air. Okay, Patreon, I gotta mention it. Come join the Neighborhood Watch for the price of a Big Mac a month. And you'll receive ad-free episodes and some pretty neat bonus content. And you'll keep the lights on over here in the closet. It would be much appreciated. Patreon.com slash excuse me, that's illegal. Link in show notes. That's all I got for you for now. But come meet me right back here in another 10 days. And I'll happily serve you up a hearty helping of soft course scumbaggery. Peace. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.